I know venues are typically will point you in a direction of a certain location, but at the end of the day, it's your wedding. So if that's not going to suit you or, you know, if there's like parameters around that, maybe it's a time to think about another option. Maybe it's to kind of ask a question about, can we go somewhere else? Because when we're talking about outdoor, like there's a few kind of like specific details that we need to really like take into consideration. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. Welcome back, mate. It has been a while. How are you? G'day, mate. How are you doing? I uh, it has been a little while. It's it's been uh, we even though we probably uh, we've just been busy. There's been a lot going on. I don't even have words right now because uh, my brain has been a little bit fried. Even though it's come to the end of the wedding season a little bit and things have started to quiet down, it's been a little bit chaotic because we've been doing some things behind the scene. We have, we have. So I think the the last few episodes have really. I think like three of them were in, the, were in the same week. So we really bashed a lot of it. And then um, even though it's coming towards the end of the wedding season, it doesn't feel like the end of the wedding season, at least at least for me anyway. I know probably not for you either. <laughs> nah, not really. I think because like this time of year, us creatives are probably trying to smash out a few tasks we've been missing out on doing throughout the, uh, the busy months. And uh, it's just been like, I don't know, just like trying to get back on track with it all, I guess, a little bit. Because I've been so consistently shooting and stuff, I've like been really excited by all of that. And then now I'm like shooting once a week or something. I'm just a bit like... Just oh, just once a week. Just, just once a week. <laughs> yeah, only once a week. I know. I'm like, I just feel a bit like catching up on everything that I've missed out on. But then also at the same time, like low on motivation. So just kind of like listening to the body a little bit and trying to uh, do things as I can. But then also having a couple of days off here and there, which has been nice. So um, it's good. Well... You know how important it is to create space in your life, mate, and recharge those batteries because when you are 100%, you can give 100%. Good old Tim 101 right there. Look at him go. Golden nuggets from Tim. Here it is. <laughs> but it's been good. I uh, We've we finally started to tick some boxes with, um, you know, my personal brand, your personal brand, and then also make it epic as well. So it's it's exciting times at the moment, and I'm sure... Uh, in the near future, some of you guys listening out there who follow our stuff, you'll probably see a bit of that showing a little bit more, hopefully. Yeah, easy. Well, what's your what's your week been like? What have you been doing this week? Um, what have I been doing this week? Pretty much. So this week, we finally have kind of started to tick the box to get a VA on board after having a big old chat with Rick a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, <laughs> Rick would be that box. like he would have such a like a Cheshire Cat grin on his face right now. Us talking about <laughs> how we got a VA for the podcast. <laughs> I know, yeah, right. So we've got so we got a VA that's helping us out to run the podcast a little bit because it's just starting to get a little bit too big for our uh, our capacity at the moment, especially coming into like the back end of the year. Like it's pretty busy, so we're looking at trying to still maintain the podcast, still keep it rolling, um, but then also have someone to help us out and do that. And then a part of that as well is I've got someone helping me with a bit of the back end stuff. Um, so I have a VA helping me with some of the stuff on and the tasks that I need to complete, just to kind of keep the ball rolling on some stuff that. Probably over the last year, I've very much neglected. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, mate? What's been happening this week? Well, I had I had two weeks off actually, which is, which was kind of nice. So 
I went through all of my gear, um, sold a couple of cameras that I haven't been using, purchased some new gear, bought a new camera, bought some new lights, new mics, um, just to, I think just to try and like downsize a bit and just being a little bit more intentional with the gear that I am using on the day. Uh. And then I had a, I had a wedding on the weekend and it, it was just like, it's just one of those like weddings where like you come back after a couple of weeks and like everything just went right. Like the couple was so good. The connection was there. Like you just felt like you were on a roll. It had, it was such a good team. I don't know. It just like really pumped me up to, to be able to be like back in that environment where I'm just super comfortable in that space again. Got to film out within a couple of days, like a, a quick um, sneak peek for them and just put me in a, a good headspace good headspace after like a couple of busy weeks i love that i'm excited i have this weekend off which i'm super keen for it's probably the first uh weekend i've had off i would say in a year <laughs> to be honest which is pretty so that's pretty cool um i'm excited so i know i kind of i'm already feeling a bit like lost because i'm not shooting this weekend so i know what you're saying when you're like you know you're feeling pumped to kind of like now you're back into it after having two eggs off and kind of just like excited, full of energy, ready to roll, change some things around. I do have another, I've got another four weeks um, and then my season is done, but the back, the backlog is growing, <laughs> is growing. How good. <laughs> I, um, I did deliver, I did deliver a film um, the other day actually. And oh man, like I was just so excited. Like the message I got back from them, like it was it was actually so good. I'm actually going to read this out to you because I was so excited by it. Read it out. I'm ready. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok while Tim's doing that. If Tim, I, I know Tim's going to probably cry when I tell him this, but I have one wedding in my backlog. <laughs> so I'm pretty much on top of all of my editing, yeah. um, which is pretty right. well, exciting. I think we need to provide some... Let's... let's before I, I've I've got the review, but before we go in, let me provide some clarity for the uh, for the audience here. So Matt being a photographer, Tim myself being a videographer, backlogs are a, a different story between the two disciplines. <laughs> very very much a different story. I thought you're telling me a story about what about your uh, about your review that oh, you got back, but that's mate, okay. I will, but I can't let people be like, oh, I've got like ten like ten weddings in the backlog, and you're saying you've got one. Like Tim must be super shit. Like no, Tim Tim is not super shit. Matt's just bloody ridiculous. <laughs> Efficient. <laughs> I think at one point I did have 12 weddings in my backlog and it was stressing me out. So I got them done pretty quick smart. But, you know, it is, uh, you know, photo definitely is a different kettle of fish when it comes to the editing. Uh, I agree. Yeah. But you're slow. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a lot more talent, a lot more creative mental bandwidth that goes into filmmaking. <laughs> oh, yes. All the, all, the, all the photographers <laughs> listening be like, this guy's a dick. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. We probably just lost half of our following. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me let me tell you now. So this is uh this is, this is what Cat said. So shout out to Cat and Luke, absolute legends. This is the one we shot together, which was so so good. So Cat says, "OMG, I'm bawling my eyes out. This is so epic. So many wonderful memories. I can't even type. Haha, <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. You are." Beep, beep, beep. Amazing at what you do. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I love it so much. Be right back watching it again for the 10th time. <laughs> How good. And she threw a few emojis in there too, because I remember you sending it to me and stuff. So like, 
you know, everyone's pretty excited when you're getting a whole bunch of emojis and things like that back. So it's uh, that's a good review. I like it. Maybe we should have like a, uh, I know we're always begging for people to give us reviews on the podcast. So maybe we should like, um, just to make us feel good, just read our own personal brand reviews to each other, like on the podcast here and there. <laughs> just, just, just to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, for sure. Love it. <laughs> just to make sure that we can fit out the door. Oh, we can't fit out the door of our office. Like, like we should be stuck in here longer than we already are. <laughs> oh, mate. Like, and, uh, I, I reckon maybe it's, we've, we've also do, thinking about some stuff we've done recently. I know you were, uh, we last week or something like that, we caught up in person. We had a bit of a chat to each other. It was a good time. We organized a few things and we, you know, worked on the business, right? But maybe it's, do you reckon we can share the little bit of a new, exciting goodness that we have, I guess, who've maybe come on to help us uh, a little bit with the podcast, help you guys get a bit of value when it comes to like maybe your wedding day and just I guess purchasing some things should we should we share the little secret yeah you reckon all right so me and Tim have been working behind the scenes we've been kind of like trying to get some value for you guys to um I guess like out of the podcast not just like obviously our like words and the information we're giving you but maybe a little bit of help in the monetary side of things as well because budgets are important and yeah so we reached out to a few different um I guess vendors and people that supply products if you haven't heard of The Whole Bride, you probably should get out there and uh, Google them because they are amazing and they have a whole bunch of products and we have jumped on board with them and it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So not just not just any product. So I, I suppose like when, as we're reaching a point like in the podcast, like we, we want to provide even more value for you guys, for our audience. And we wanted to really partner with certain brands, don't we, Matt? So certain brands that have and share our message that, you know... They fit the vibe. They fit the vibe. They want to put a focus on, like, making your wedding day epic. And we didn't just want anyone. Like, we wanted, we wanted people that and companies that really um, share the same values that we do. And we think the whole bride is just on point with what they're doing. Their confetti stuff been using for years. It is freaking amazing. I love it. And I just opened up because I was curious. Again, I, I remember seeing a really sweet quote that I enjoyed, uh, sweet meaning cool quote on their website. And it was like, their first thing they say is like, inspiring couples to create the best day ever with our carefully curated range of wedding essentials and eco-friendly products. And I'm like, what else do you need? You know, like it's such a good, just a good company that are doing great things um, and really supporting people. I love it. I'm having, as I said, I've had a bit of squeeze. We've always used, as Tim said, the confetti and the things like that, but they like doing such a big range of different things. Like there's robes on there. There's ro like bouquet ribbons, there's clutches. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even know they did, to be honest. Um, so anyway, we're out there now with them. Uh, so we've got a link on our Instagram account that kind of like will direct you straight to it. Otherwise you can use the code EPIC15. Um, you guys will get a nice little discount, which, you know, everyone needs a little bit of a discount. <laughs> how good would that be? So, you know, there's a lot of people out there buying products from these guys because they are amazing. So look, we are pretty excited to have these guys on board. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a turning point in the podcast. Yeah, but I'm excited. So good, so good. So if you are looking and these guys are super, super like a friendly, sustainable as well. Their eco confetti is like a massive reason why we chose to uh, partner with these guys and also why we've chosen to use their products for a long time as well yeah i know the girls talk about the robes a lot they use those robes look pretty sick i might even get one for the wife you know getting the good books 
Oh, brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, uh, <laughs> need, we'll need leave a, the link below. Uh, need a bit of that lately. <laughs> Tim's, t- Tim's just going to be wearing the robe around the house himself, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe the new model of uh, female robes. But what we'll do is, uh, yeah, there's a, in the show notes below, we'll leave a link and you guys can check it out um, because they are great and we love what they do. Perfect, perfect. Well, mate, let's um, let's tell the audience, what are we talking about today? It's taken us a little while to get here, hasn't it? We've had a bit of a chat. We just uh, talked some, talk some classic Matt and Tim smack for a little while. But, uh, mate, today we are talking about probably something that I find we don't utilize or not, maybe not utilize is the right word, but maybe we're not like discussing enough and we're not thinking enough about. Um, it's quite an important aspect of the day. And we're talking about choosing the perfect ceremony location. And so when we're talking about a perfect ceremony location, we're not just talking about like the spot and the backdrop. We're talking as well a lot about light. And as photographers and videographers, light is everything. everything. It's the key. It's like pretty much all we do is chase light or run away from light. <laughs> we are a special breed, us wedding creatives. Yeah, 100%. And we, yeah, we have a th- weird thing about light. I find a lot of people really, um, by the, like, I don't know, maybe halfway through their wedding, they're all like, why are you getting so excited by that? patch of light over there you know like or why are you so excited about that shade you know so like that's i guess what we're kind of talking about today so choosing the perfect ceremony location and i guess in brackets we're basing that off a lot of like talking about light and the direction of your ceremony because yeah. the, the end product is obviously we obsess over light so much because we want our end product we want our photos we want our videos to look the best they can be we want you know, like no harsh light on your faces or someone in the sun and someone else not in the sun, like especially if a bride and groom or like partner and partner, like are next to each other, one's in the sun, one isn't, like it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't look clean. It, it really um, is a bit of a sore, like sore thing to look at. Like I know I absolutely hate it when the lighting is not ideal or it's, it's just not like on point or when, you know, potentially a small decision, like a, ch- a quick change, a turnaround of like the ceremony could have completely avoided it. But there's a couple of things that we think, you know, maybe if you knew these, you can go into your ceremony location and be like, okay, yes, like this is it. How good. Um, I just need to get a couple of things in order. Maybe listen to this podcast and um, listen to Tim and Matt's points and we can go from there. Harder is that. And you know what I really hate about the lighting situation in some ceremonies some people always say to me, oh, you know, you're a photographer. You can just fix that in Photoshop. And I'm just like, oh man, like it's not, it's, <laughs> there's so much more to that. And it's not really the case. Although AI, AI these days, 100% you know, what you're going to be able to do soon. Um, if you're on Instagram, the moment, you've probably seen it going around everywhere about Photoshop uh, AI. It's a new thing. We'll leave that for a new podcast, but. <laughs> AI is massive, man. Like it is going to absolutely change the game. It already is changing the game. It definitely but, is. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's save that one for a bit of a podcast, but yes, let's, let's get back to the ceremony. Look, there's two, I suppose, look, two big things when it comes to your ceremony, indoor, outdoor. All right. Which one's going to work for you? Obviously two completely different environments. Maybe indoor might be a second resort from a wet weather option as well. Mm. But there's a there's probably a couple of things if we if we start off with indoor that you know may be able to help you choose a good indoor location or even as a backup to make sure that your indoor um, ceremony is as ideal as possible. Hundred percent. And I guess just touching on the indoor outdoor situation, like for. I don't know, the majority of the time, like outdoor, look, at the end of the day, most venues do have multiple options of outdoor ceremony locations. I can only really think of maybe like 
one or two that kind of really only have the single option of an outdoor location or you know what everyone kind of typically does but most venues do have multiple options and you know what every single time of the year that you go there it's going to be different you know the light does change you like month to month and day to day so it is important to kind of like yeah it is important to really like investigate where the light would be at that time of year um there's plenty of like resources out there there's apps you can use i can't remember Sunseeker, i think is one of the apps that um, a lot of photographers, videographers use. I used used to use it a little bit. It definitely tells you like where the sun would be at a certain amount of time. I, at a certain time, I don't know. I just I always like an outdoor ceremony. Like let's be honest. But yeah, as Tim said, the indoor ceremonies they are like you know they are there for a purpose. Um, obviously, if you're getting married in a church and if that's something that you want to do, that's a different kettle of fish again. Um, you know, it is hard to create more light inside a church and things like that at times. So, um, you know, that's when potentially lights come into play and, you know. I'll tell you what, though, there's there's one venue. I won't, I won't say the venue name, but it's a, it's a pretty like high-end venue. It's quite popular. But, you know, I would say probably around like the two to three o'clock ceremonies that are in this spot, like in front of like in front of the venue. Like the shadows like caused from like the architecture of the building like mean that half the bridal party is in the shade and the other half is in full sun. <laughs> and oh man, like I love the venue, but like every single time, like it just makes me cringe. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is the thing is like, you know, I know venues are typically will point you in a direction of a certain location, but at the end of the day, it's your wedding. So if that's not going to suit you or... You know, if there's like parameters around that, maybe it's a time to think about another option. Maybe it's to kind of ask a question about, can we go somewhere else? Because when we're talking about outdoor, like there's a few kind of like specific details that we need to really like take into consideration. So as Tim said, like, you know, where is the shadow or where's the shade going to be at that time of day? And if there is going to be shade at all, you know, because there's a very big difference between your whole ceremony being fully in the shade and then your whole ceremony being fully in the sun and then all your whole ceremony being half shade, half sun. My personal preference is if it's half shade and half sun, move it. 100%. Because so, it's very difficult to deal with. Yeah. Do not be af afraid to make a decision even on the day or 10 minutes before the day. Like, have another weekend. Um, you know, like, I'll say, <clears throat> excuse me, so at a wedding at Warrowing, the ceremony was in a certain location it was blaring sun like for this time of the year it was so bright it was so harsh um and the sun was coming through the trees and obviously bright and groom would have been in the sun everyone else would have been in the shade like it just wouldn't have looked as ideal um as we could have made it so a simple you know change the location but just by turning the chairs around and looking the opposite opposite way like and we've got completely in shade it looked amazing um like the photos and videos looked amazing. We had a chat with the bride and groom about half an hour before. They're like, hey, like this is a situation. Like, are you happy to turn the uh, ceremony around? Like, do you have any objections? Like, is that okay? Is it going to cause any anxiety? You know, what is your thought on that? They were completely fine to do it as um, if, especially if it made the end product look better and it meant that more people actually could fit in the shade as well. So win-win. But I would say, don't be afraid to make those decisions. And hopefully now you're armed with some of that information to, to realize sun can cause a bit of mayhem hundred <laughs> percent and don't be you know like trust the vendors trust your vendors you've picked to have be there that are going to do the job well and 
properly for you. And sometimes it's out of our control, you know, like I'll be honest, I've shot in locations where I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is going to be very difficult. And it's not even difficult. It's almost out of our control. Like there's not, the, the end product is not something we're overly probably proud of. And that's purely because of the location of your ceremony. So the, I guess the other thing is, 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 and maybe this is touching a little bit into like more of the indoor locations again, is like there are some locations that are indoors that look amazing to the eye, but they're completely backlit. And when I mean they're completely backlit, I mean all the all everything in front of the bride and groom is pretty much got no natural light and everything behind the bride and groom might be like, you know, floor to ceiling windows and that has so much light coming in from behind. It pretty much makes them look like silhouettes. And when I mean them, I mean the bride and groom or the the couple out the front, they pretty much look like just a silhouette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the, the most difficult. That. Yeah. It's probably the most <laughs> difficult like situation to, to deal with, like as a photographer, videographer, because it just doesn't, it just doesn't look very appealing, like especially to a camera, maybe your like natural eye could really like, you're, you're basically getting a glare. So when you, when you've got that glare and the couple are a silhouette, like it's very difficult to actually bring some color back into that image as well. You know, it's bad when, you know, grandma or mum pulls out the iPhone and goes, oh, the photo looks so dark. I can't see them. You know, that's when backlit's pretty bloody bad, <laughs> to be honest. So um, look, my personal preference is if you can avoid backlit, just do it. Like it's not worth the dismal photos you could get out of it um especially if we can move that ceremony to a like to a maybe it's side lit or just around to a different direction um you really will reap some benefits from that in terms of the quality of your photos That's, and yeah. video in in saying that if it's a venue you love and you're aware of it, you're fine with that then that's fine obviously we just want to um make the point clear that it's not the most ideal lighting situation definitely let's talk about um some other parameters around ceremony locations and things like that. So you kind of touched on it before. I guess another big one is like um, venue capacity and like all location capacity. How many people can fit in one said spot? Um, you know, maybe if it's like summer, it's how many people can fit in the shade because it is hot. Um, there's a lot to think about when it comes to the old ceremony location. Yeah, there there sure is. So imagine only having thirty chairs in a little garden ceremony, but you've got a hundred and fifty guest list coming through. <laughs> yeah, I th or even the one like I think you know where we're going with that. <laughs> yeah, and I even think about like some of the like some of the venues we've been to, which like have their ceremony like they've got a couple of different options of ceremonies, but just the location from like say the parking lot to the said ceremony spot is like a good distance. Like there's one or two, we won't name them, but that I can think of that you almost have to get a bus to the ceremony location because it is quite far. Don't get me wrong. Once you get there, it's amazing, but it does become a little bit like of a logistical nightmare because your guests are so far away. And then when the ceremony's finished, they're all going to make their way back. It's just a little bit more to think about. Um, I don't know. It's just we've we've yeah. said it a lot, and like keeping things simple, avoiding as like tr as much travel as possible, especially if you've got like Nana Pop as well. Like you don't want them to walk large large distances. Yes, there's always like gonna be caveats to the rule as well. Like if it's an absolute likely amazing venue that you love and it's something that you value, something that's gonna bring you joy. Sure, like we we deal with that. I suppose like we're just saying that if they're if you're aware of some of these aspects that can help make your day run a little bit smoother, that can probably help increase the enjoyment as well from your guests and your audience. It means you're not going to have a better time. You're not going to have to 
you know, spend five, 10 minutes um, going from one location to the next as well. It all helps. Definitely does. And the, I guess running off that too, what Tim just said, like the other thing as well is like, if the venue does tick all of your boxes and their ceremony spot is in the wrong position, that's okay. And when I mean the wrong position, I mean, for us selfish photographers and videographers out here that would love the perfect light we, at all we times, say it right? Because we care. All right. That is, yeah. that is, <laughs> we want, we want the experience for you guys to be on point and good. So, Look, there's a lot of parameters you got to take into account when it comes to your wedding day, the uh, the old expectation and uh, non-negotiables and negotiables you were thinking about, you know, there's a lot to think about. And this is hopefully not adding more pressure and stress to it. It's hopefully just pointing out a few simple things that you guys can kind of take into account. Um, another big one that I find is like the backdrop behind your ceremony. So whether that's a like when we say backdrop, maybe it's just a distracting background. You know, for me personally, I'm a big fan of like some like distance between you and anything too distracting behind you, you know, just so the focus is really on you two up the front. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine like those, you know, those weddings down in uh, Victoria or in the snow when you're getting, getting married on the, uh, on the ice top there. And, um, you can just see ice top, <laughs> ice top. Top of the top of the mountain, and you can see some ice glaciers in the background about two hundred meters away. Like that looks, that looks With nice. The light shining off and burning your retinas. <laughs> uh, but on, in saying that, I would I would be very 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 excited to do a oh, like same. some sort of winter snowy wedding goodness like. Sign me up. Oh, mate. I, I typically do a, a snow trip, uh, whether that's, you know, snowboarding um, or for driving and camping in the snow each year, typically down in the Victorian high country. And, and I absolutely He's so excited. He's choking. It. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, uh, it's just it's just such a good time. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're out there and um, I think we're at like 1,500 meters high at um, Australia's um, highest lake. And we've seen a couple, like, getting um getting photos done there and it would have been like minus three and the poor bride was in like nothing but a wedding dress and like a, a small like fluffy jacket i'm like well it's called commitment it is commitment i did I see photos last year actually of um a couple like dressed in their wedding attire and they went for a bit of a ski and a snowboard down the slopes uh they yeah those photos looked mint so anyway if you're listening out there and you're like oh, i don't know what to do for our wedding find me and tim Hit us up. We'll come and uh, shoot some snow goodness. Froth would be all about city. that. Froth city. <laughs> be awesome. How good. <laughs> but, uh, but look, when it, I think when it comes to your ceremony location and what's going to be perfect for you is that there are so many variables. There are so many things that, you know, appeal to you. Everyone is different. I think once you see a venue and you see potential like ceremony location, you're going to know like those, those emotions are going to flood in and you, you're going to think without... Looking at any other factor that we've just spoken about, you're just going to see, okay, like whatever that is, like I love that. Perhaps you're looking at some inspiration from photos and videos, but you've got to get those feels. You're going to understand, like, okay, this is something that's like really like appeals to me. And I think couples just know when it's the right place for them. 100%. And I think, you know, like when you are thinking about those right places and, um, you know, it is worth going and checking it out. Like we did say earlier, like there's a lot of these things you need to take into account, but you know, when you know it's the right place, go back there maybe once or twice around a similar time that your ceremony will be on at 
and just have a bit of a look at what the light's doing. Go and stand where you think that your ceremony may be and see what that, like, you know, see where the shade is or if there's no shade or where the sun is or, you know, because if the sun is like burning your retinas, it might not be that enjoyable for you guys while you're there, you know? So like, or if it's burning your guests, retinas, <laughs> it might not be that enjoyable for them either. So there is like some things to think about, I guess for your, your guests, they can wear sunnies, you know, it's probably not ideal for the groom to be wearing sunnies or something like that. Um, I find the celebrants always running around the set, like running around five minutes before the ceremony being like, take your sunglasses off. Oh, every time. <laughs> Leverage your oh, wedding vendors, leverage your celebrants, your venue coordinator, your venue, your photographer, your videographer, leverage the people that you have part of your wedding day, because I will guarantee they will have an opinion. They will have some answers. So you don't have to worry or stress about this as well. So typically when couples yeah. book us, they most of the time will have the venue sorted already. They may have some questions about the venue. I love going in depth and giving them options like, hey, like this, yeah, this venue has like a couple of different options like for ceremony, depending on what you want. Like some venues have completely different ceremony locations, completely different vibes as well. Uh, so it makes sense to not worry about, you know, figuring out what's going to be best for you and actually leverage the wedding vendors that you've already booked. Absolutely. And sometimes like start your own trend, change it up, you know, don't be scared to ask for someone new. Um, you know, you don't always have to follow what everyone else is doing. Um, you know, it's got to suit your vibe. You do you, boo. <laughs> That's cute. Nice. Cheers. I like it. Cheers. <laughs> um, I, I suppose like, you know, like at the end of the day, for us, like we talking all about like, you know, light and things like that. Like we've kind of touched on why it's important that we're talking about light because we're not like, you know, we could take this light conversation, not just, I guess, um, for the ceremony, but we can take it into the reception. We can take it into like, you know, your portrait photos, your family photos, like all of these aspects, you know? Um, but I, I suppose that the thing is like at the end of the day, a lot of these other moments except for the reception because we can't really move that but a lot of the other kind of like situations that happen throughout the day we can kind of like move you guys around and use the light to our advantage quite easily but the the ceremony is a spot which is set up early it's set up in advance um and it's kind of out of our control a little bit um once we get to the, the pointy end um of the day um so it light is important and as photographers and videographers we froth on light light is our best friend we do. So, yeah, so talking about the reception, um, the good thing is we actually have a little bit more control over the light because we can start to use artificial lighting and don't get Tim talking about lights because he will talk your ear off because Tim loves his lights and lighting up the speeches and the couple and love it. He's all about the clicking and the lights. <laughs> love the lights. <laughs> I, I suppose talk about lights as well for indoors. Let's just have another, like, let's go back a little bit here. Cause I, I feel like you just reminded me, like if you're getting married inside and it is dark, you really don't want your photographer to be flashing the absolute bejesus out of you with his artificial lights. Who doesn't love so, a flash in the face? Yeah, like maybe on the dance floor it's all gravy. Everyone gets a little bit excited when the flash goes off for the dance floor. Probably just joins in with all the other like DJ lights and things like that. But like, let's be honest, like, you know, it is pretty distracting. Like I know I've been working pretty hard in the past, I'd say probably like six months to oh, maybe more, maybe last year to really try and like minimalize how much I'm using a flash throughout a reception. I've literally got in a shopping cart tonight some new consistent lights that I want to buy that are non-flash, which is pretty exciting. And Tim hates me because I've been talking about them too much. Um, <laughs> for, but, for probably the last but, six months minimum. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't, I don't do very good in like purchasing things for my like that are outside of like you know camera gear and like lights are just something that I've never explored too much to be honest. Uh, like not all consistent lights that is, and yeah. So it's just getting I out of my comfort zone a, a little yeah. bit, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you as well because I'm probably starting to work m more with photographers that are using less flash and lighting, um, using like external lighting, like whether that's tube lighting or like any other um, any other source. But it's it's less invasive as well, like not using a flash, like the light's a little bit more even for videographers. Like it's way, way better because obviously then the f a flash, like obviously we see that in our footage as well. It doesn't really give a nice like look to it but it's it's something that's happening more and more i think to keep the it keeps things a little yeah less less invasive like it's less in your face having a flash and lighting it just looks better as well yeah i'm excited it gives a different feel for sure having like that artificial consistent light over the flash situation so i'm pretty keen to try and get this rolling maybe i'll press purchase after we get off this hey, just do it <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so i i guess just to wrap up like you know obviously all of these points like we're talking about like you know we're talking about the ceremony and the space and all of that like at the end of the day as tim said we want to make sure that you guys are picking spaces that are you are excited by you know there is a lot of factors that can come into those ceremony spots you know like there's if the light is consistent and the light is good it's going to really elevate your your i guess your finished product on the day too right um you know there's different lighting scenarios as well which are going to create different moods and different atmospheres and so it's just things that we need need to take into account when planning the perfect ceremony location yeah 100% 100% and obviously uh, I suppose we we can't talk about the lighting without talking about why we effectively need it and obviously some venues are dark it's night time the lighting's not super consistent um, and if we just use um, the the natural lighting around the venue we really have to boost the, the lighting from in our camera um, artificially and it brings a lot of noise into the image doesn't look good so that is a big reason why we do uh, like lighting artificially, um, but we do it because we care. <laughs> we do it because we want a better product. <laughs> Absolutely. And at the end of the day, like, you know, we want to make sure that we are also excited by what we're producing and we are proud of what we're producing. And so for us to be having that perfect light is probably the, I would say the main way to get to that end goal for us, um, you know, because if we have really bad light, unfortunately it's just going to look not so great coming out of our camera either so look if there's things that we can do to control that um that's what we're all here for and hopefully today's episode has helped you guys out um a little bit more in terms of just getting all of your things you need to think about when it comes to your wedding in a line 100 100 percent. and i know we spoke about yes like choosing the perfect ceremony and light does play a big factor in that. And obviously, you're reaching the end, end of this episode. You'll know that we clearly have a passion for making sure that the lighting is the best it could be, it can be for your ceremony and uh, throughout your day, including your reception. So I hope that all makes sense. If you have any more questions about that, feel free to reach out. Matt and I will be happy to nerd out with you and discuss more reasons why <laughs> we like to do it. But yeah, if we want to... I suppose talk a little bit further about artificial lighting and maybe our process for that, why we do it in certain ways and, you know, two and three point like lighting situations and how we, um, how we manage like the light within a, uh, a wedding day. If that's something that interests you, let us know. But 
Thank you. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, as always, don't forget, Tim loves it when we get a review. He gets excited. So please reach out to us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Drop us a review. I feel like Apple uh, Podcast is probably the go-to at the moment for dropping reviews. So we would love to hear from you guys. Please leave us one. Um, and as Tim said, reach out. We would love to hear from you guys if you want to have a chat about anything we've spoken about today or just if you have any questions about how you can elevate your wedding day to be as epic as possible. Um, we are always here uh, and our DMs are always open for you guys. So yeah, until next week, we really appreciate it and we will speak to you guys soon. All right, see you on the next Bye. one. Bye.